Hello, welcome back to Social Media School with Sonia Kelji. I have a dancer on our call today, and not just a dancer, but she is a teacher, a dance teacher, as well as a mompreneur who has her own dance business. So needless to say, she is busy, busy. And before I introduce her today to talk about how she juggles all of the above and uses social media to further her, her business and her brand, I just want to remind everyone that Social Media School with Tanya Kelji is not just a podcast, it is a community. So please join us in the Facebook group, Social Media School with Sanya Kelji. That's S-A-N-I-A-K-H-I-L-J-E-E. -E. Join us there to do a Q&A with our guest speakers, to ask them questions, as well as to be able to access additional live and video trainings on social media, business, and more. So please help me welcome our guest, Ivana Edwards-Evans. She is very, very special in my life because we worked together for several years. And not just that, she was the one who helped me learn and choreograph the dance that I did at my wedding when, with my husband when we entered. So it's a very, very sentimental person. And she is, again, like I said, a phenomenal dancer and has created multiple streams of income using that as her passion. So welcome, Ivana. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I'm so excited. Uh, this is super exciting because we're essentially catching up on a call after like what? I think like four years almost? Yeah, it's been four years um, because I left in 2015. That's crazy. So she was a manager at one of my businesses and she went on to pursue her own business, which is super, super exciting. It's always exciting. It's, it's, it's obviously sad too when someone moves on, but it's also really exciting when they're going after something really big. So Ivana, talk to me about kind of what your life has looked like since you've left and kind of all the things that you're doing with dance. All right. So since I left, um, working with you guys, my life has changed dramatically. I went to school for dance, but what was holding me back from achieving my goal of becoming a dance teacher was a test, um, because as a teacher, you have to get certified in certain subjects. And with me being a dance teacher in the state of Texas, you're required to have a physical education certification as well as a dance education certification and I definitely struggle from test anxiety I always have so even when I was working as a manager with you guys I was you know going home and studying every night but I wasn't studying correctly and I was amazed at how four years later I'm finding out that test anxiety is a serious thing and there are certain ways that you have to study to understand the information and retain it. And I'm proud to say that finally during quarantine in February or, it, well, yeah, right before all of this stuff happened, I was able to take my test and I got my results back right after spring break that I passed. So now I'm officially certified and I have my teaching license. So that really was like a dark cloud hovering over me because in the back of my mind, I was like, uh, I went to college for this and I just felt like my heart wasn't full because I knew 
deep down inside, even though I truly enjoyed working at all the child cares that I've been at, all of my positions, my heart still wasn't completely full. And that was because I knew I had that dark cloud of over me where I knew I wasn't certified quite yet. And so I finally passed it. And in the meantime, while I was struggling with getting my certification for teaching, I started and finished and completed my business. I started branching out to more childcare centers to build up my clientele. I hold recitals every April and May, and that way parents can see the hard work we've put in. I like to set myself apart from other extracurricular businesses in the preschool world because typically a lot of them like to have their recitals in the building and I try to do it as if their child is already a part of the studio experience so I order costumes I hire a photographer so they get the true true studio experience in the child care center so I find ways to sell myself aside from others so since I've left I've been juggling still trying to expand my business, happy feet dance. And then I finally passed my certification. So I just feel like 2020, even though all of the stuff is currently going on, I feel like it's going to be a great year for me. I'm super, super proud of you for passing that exam and then being open about test taking anxiety. See, the thing with a lot of entrepreneurs is we don't like to play by the rules when it comes to school and when it comes to these standardized things of that sort. So you sharing that online was really motivating for me because I personally tutored people in college that struggled with Mm -hmm. test anxiety. Um, So I kind of I'm a little bit more familiar with that, but when I saw that achievement of yours, I was so genuinely excited for you and elated because that was years in the making. And so one thing that I really like about your strategy, Ivana, is that you are building things in like what I would say like a three-prong format, right? You've got your your business, you've got your business, then you've got your um, teaching that you're doing. So you've got your salary, then you've also got your, um, you know, just a income that your entrepreneurial income, your business income. Right. And what you've also are starting to do, and I'm starting to see more and more of this is building your brand online as well too, which, you know, I can tell that you're at the early stages of it, which is totally, totally inspiring for people that are listening. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of people that do listen in are, again, in those early to mid stages when it comes to their social media presence. So sometimes when they hear people who already have 100,000, a million followers, it can be almost demotivating because they never feel like they'll get there. Like who you are, where you're building that side hustle, where you're still working a job, but you're also building your brand. And for me personally, I think that is the most exciting type of way to do this and type of way to go about creating multiple streams of income all centered around passion like you are the prime example I feel of someone who's doing it right so I want Mm -hmm. people to take note of that you don't have to have a hundred thousand followers to be successful so I mean at the bottom at the end of the day you love what you do and that is winning life not having you know a million followers or a million dollars in the bank per se just yet though I know you're on your way there Yes, that it's so true because I I have plenty of friends who do who use, you know, social media for their um branding and for their online businesses and I always felt that I was a person who could never 
do, you know, selling online and all of that stuff. I just, I really doubted myself. And with me going through this whole process of this test anxiety, I really had to build the confidence within myself because a lot of it, or mainly a hundred percent of it, it's all mental. And I, I had got a tutor out of Austin and she was tutoring me through the web and gave me all of these tips and tricks and she built my self-confidence up so much. So your self-confidence has a lot, a lot to do with your success. Like the social media aspect of everything is a bit overwhelming because there is so much to learn and I feel like the learning will never stop as much as this world keeps growing and changing because there's so many creative people out there but you just have to put 110% into your work and you really have to believe in yourself. I I agree with that and you know I didn't think we were going to take the direction of this podcast interview this way but that's why I never pre-prep questions because I kind of like to see how the conversation evolves and let's talk about like the test taking anxiety is so similar Mm -hmm. to the anxiety of camera presence to putting yourself out there to putting content out every piece of content you know for me especially like yeah I talk about anxiety all day long but Mm-hmm. For me, every time I post a video, there's a little bit of nerves. Like even yeah. though, even though I'm like a seasoned social media expert, there's always a little bit of, okay, how are people going to react to this piece of content? And for me, I've got a little bit of thicker skin when it comes to my online persona. But I think so many people let that overthinking, let that fear, let that anxiety completely cripple them from success online, cripple them. And they they try to be so perfect and so edited and so blah, 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 that they never actually end up putting out the amount of content or any content for that matter online. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about some of the tips that you think people can use to build up that confidence. Number one, I would say is definitely self-help books have helped me tremendously. Self-help books have helped. Um, also, it the village, the company you keep, like they say, the village around you, it takes a village. And so I have so many people around me that support me and that know my worth and they know what I'm passionate about and they know my creativity. So as long as you have that supportive community around you as well, it will help you. I mean, it took a village for me to be able to find the time to, to study. Like my husband would have to delay meetings so that he could keep the kids. My stepdaughter was helping babysit. They were pushing me, encouraging me. I had them quizzing me back and forth. And so, and that boosts your confidence because while they're helping, you're like, you know, you can do this. You've got this. You know this. This is your passion. And so definitely the people you have around you helps tremendously. That will boost your confidence. Self-help books helps. And then I just completely honest religious. Like I was getting on my knees every night. I was praying I was going to church on mostly every Sunday life catches up with me so sometimes I wasn't able to go every Sunday but every time I would go to my church I would say a prayer about my anxiety about my job just growing my dance studio business just everything because he's he's always listening he's always there and I trusted that and then also too to release my stress and anxiety I would write all of those tools that really really just helped me 
believe in myself and achieve these goals. And I still do it till this day. Just because I passed this exam and I'm fully certified doesn't mean I'm going to stop reading self-help books. Doesn't mean I'm going to start keeping, you know, a good supportive community around me. I'm going to keep going because there's still other goals on my bucket list that I want to check off. I think the community aspect of it is so important, Ivana, which is why I started social media school with Sonia Kilji to begin with is because I wanted to create that online community and that online family of support for people. Um, And so for me, I'm a big believer in that. Um, If you are surrounding yourself with people who have never, for example, done business or never created content online, they can be kind of demotivating, like, oh, you don't need to do this. You don't need to do that. Oh, you know what? Just try this instead. Or maybe you're trying too hard or whatever. And it's just really demotivating. But when you are around people who have done it, who think you can do it, who who support you, um, it, it really is a game changer. And also the power of prayer, I will never be one to discount that. There are so many moments in my life where it was so evident that it was God that really stepped in to help and to get me to that next level or to get me to a certain stage that I needed to get to. So the prayer, prayer is very important to me as well. And if, if you're not religious, um, then, you know, just using the law of attraction to really manifest what it is that you want to be very mindful of, okay, this is what I want to achieve. And more so, I also would like to add that it's reframing our mental chatter. And I was creating a TikTok video about this today, actually, where it's like, I have achieved so much, but I still feel like an imposter every day. And if you were to hear the thoughts inside of my head, oh my God, they're like the, they're worse than the most brutal critics. They say things that like not even the worst online troll would say. And it's like, I'm in the process of, and I think a lot of people need to be in the process of rechanging the conversation that happens in our mind mm-hmm. because confidence stems from yourself, right? right. So you need to be like, it's not a matter of if I'm going to be successful. It's a matter of when it's coming. Mm-hmm. It will happen. And I've been starting to speak in terms of more definitiveness. And I'm already starting to see a change in myself. And you know what, Ivana? I just realized what's so cool about this conversation on confidence is you probably coach your students all the time on the performance anxiety, on Mm -hmm. what it takes to go out and perform in front of other people, the routine, what if they blank out? So when you see your students suffer and struggle with this, what are some of the pieces of advice that you give them and you know it's so funny that you bring this up because my students come to me all of the time so being that I am a fine arts teacher my school is very big we are an overpopulated school we have over 15 we have about 12 1200 students to about 1400 students at our school so it is a huge campus and so I have let alone by myself 165 dance students but I have 30 students that are just strictly my dance team kids and of course you become close to them because we have after school practice we have morning practice and they are constantly constantly coming to me for advice and whether it's advice about dance whether it's advice about life because that's what I love about coaching in um in in education because you're not just their coach for that one sport you are their mentor you're their role model you're their mom you're their dad you are 
everything to them. All of my students, uh, all of my dance team members, they have my phone number. There's some times where they'll come to me about issues that they're having at home and I have to give them advice. And so even if I know I'm struggling in a certain area of confidence, I have to put that mask on and I have to tell them about my previous experiences that I've had and tell them how to get past that. I tell them, I said, you guys, you guys can do this. I said, you guys have been practicing so hard. You can do this. We went to competition in February and they were so nervous to perform this awesome routine that we took. We took like a West Coast hip hop routine and they were so nervous but we were the only school in that category that had a style of dance like that and we stood out and I had to build them up we did our little prayer circle and I told them you guys you have been working day in and day out for this you guys are dancers you guys are just as good as anybody else on this dance floor because the students that I teach they're low income students and the competitions that we Cyprus and teams that we compete against they are the more privileged schools so that's why I love teaching where I teach is because a lot of my kids are very down to earth and they're humble and they appreciate stuff in different ways than sometimes you know suburban kids do and so I always just have to put that you know my I have to put my big girl panties on and just share with them my experiences and a lot of times I'm honest because kids can see kids can see through you they you know they know when you're telling them the truth and they know when you're not and so I'm just completely honest with my kids and I have a good rapport with my students I have students that are still contacting me till this day and I had them three years ago that's amazing I think that's the most rewarding part about being in the field of education and mm -hmm. Ivana I don't know if you know this about me but ultimately I think eventually I want to go back and get my PhD and be a professor because I am in love with that, that, that feeling of just being able to help students to um, kind of progress them on their journey and just kind of play that pivotal role in their life, which we're definitely doing at the preschool level. But I think at the college level would also eventually one day be extremely exciting for me. So I love hearing this because what you're saying from the perspective of a teacher can work easily and translate on well to the social media world because in a sense online as content creators we are all teachers we're educators we're entertainers we're motivators we are all of the above and so recently you and i had a sit down and i was helping you to really nailed down kind of the niche that I wanted you to take. And I said, you know what, let's focus on the, on dance tutorials. Let's be the dance mom on TikTok. That's, that's the persona I want you to take. So tell me ever since you've started doing that, what's some of the response you've been getting? Oh my goodness. The, the responses I have been getting are amazing. Like I'm so excited that you narrowed down my niche for me. And I honestly, deep down inside, I probably knew that I needed to stick with, you know, dancing and not do all the trends that everybody else is doing. And it goes back to that self-confidence thing. I'm like, oh, man, this is TikTok. Like all of these, you know, TikTokers that are well known, like they're so awesome. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Like I'm a dance teacher. I'm a mom. Like I have you know, different skills about me that maybe another user doesn't. So I was like, why not do this? So I definitely have to say thank you because the tips and tricks you gave me, 
I literally gained 55 and I'm still counting till this day. I gained 55 followers in that in two in a two night span. So I talked to you, I want to say that afternoon and I had posted um, a dance and a tutorial. And then when I woke up, I had about 20 more followers. And then when I went to sleep and woke up the next day, I gained like 30 more. So I was like, okay, this is my niche. That is what I like to hear. And I'm going to be grabbing a testimonial from you after this. So just to put this into context for everyone, and I'm going to be brutally honest here, Ivana, because I know Mm -hmm. you can handle it. When I saw your videos, first off, I was like, what in the world is she doing? She's so (laughs) talented, but she's just doing all of this randomness on TikTok. And you were just kind of using it like a general user would. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh, she can do better than this. This is a dance app, and she is one of the best dancers that I personally know. So I was like, look, first off, you're a dancer. Number two, you're a mom. Let's put that together. I want you to do dance tutorials for moms. I want you to give moms confidence that they can compete on this platform with these young Gen Z girls. I want you to show them how it's done. And at the same time, I want you to tell stories. So while you're dancing, you can put stories in text of funny things that happened with your kids that day. Like you can dance and say, when you finally, when you put your kids down to bed an hour early, cause they don't know what time it is during quarantine, you know? like you do funny things like that or you can do like mom tips while dancing you can do tiktok dance tutorials and as soon as we narrow that content down i personally have been watching your videos and here's the thing i've been watching them on loop because i'm trying to learn the dances and that is one of the biggest most important factors for tiktok is are people watching your video once or are they watching it over and over and over again so i didn't know if you knew that little tip and trick but that's why tutorials work so well so i am really excited for your success and so i want people to kind of take a lot away from that and i Mm -hmm. guess my final question for you is ivana you've got a lot on your plate. You've got a pretty big family. Um, mm-hmm. You're a mom, you're a wife, you're a teacher, you're a business owner, you are a content creator, you are a Christian. How do you balance all of these different things in your life without totally losing your sanity? Like, what are some <laughs> of your tips and tactics to make sure that you are not slipping in any of the areas of your life? Right. I definitely would say you I have to plan out my day. Definitely start a routine, keep a routine. Um, I can quickly give you guys, give you a rundown of how my day goes. I wake up at about five o'clock in the morning. I get myself ready. I get my daughter up. Quarantine, take her today. And then I go to school and I teach our school time. We have to report by 740 and our school doesn't get out until 4.30. So I'm teaching literally all day. But on my planning periods, being that I'm a fine arts teacher, um, our planning periods are a little bit different than core teachers. So our planning periods are somewhat free time for us because we do planning way ahead than all of the core teachers have to do. They have to do theirs weekly. But with us being dance teachers, we can you know, plan ahead of time and things, you know, are still fine. So that's when I use that extra time and I'm working on my business. I'm on Facebook uploading stuff for happy feet. I'm on Instagram uploading stuff for happy feet. And then once I get home, I come home, pick up my daughter, cook dinner. When I put everybody to sleep, when I put everybody to sleep, then I'm working on content for my YouTube channel or I'm working on content now. 
I add TikTok in there. Whenever, once all my kids are asleep, I'm in the office and I have my phone set up and ready. And I'm probably not going to sleep until maybe 11.30, 12.30 at night. But the joy I get when I lay my head on that pillow is just so refreshing and so exciting. Like TikTok during this quarantine has been so positive for me. And it's like reduced my anxiety. It just, it just I wake up every day now being excited to connect with other moms, even other millennials to just boost their confidence and just show them like, whether you're big, small, young or old, like you can still get down and you can still dance and have fun. So it's very exciting. You just, you definitely just have to plan your day. And I'm not going to say that I don't slip through the cracks because I'm human. And so there are days where certain things slack, but I'm a very positive person. I always try to be, and I do have my breakdowns, but I just pick myself back up and I just keep moving forward. Yeah, I think it's important to be like honest with where we're human. Um, like today, Ivana, we were supposed to do this interview earlier and I accidentally took allergy medicine that knocked me out all day. I slept for like five hours. There goes my to-do list. And here we are right sure. now. So sometimes you just gotta take it as it goes. So. I honestly believe this interview may be more beneficial for my audience than some of the interviews I've done with people who have tens of thousands, if not millions of followers, because it shows them what to do when you're just getting started and how to monetize your passion in a way where you're not broke. You may be exhausted. Mm-hmm. You are going, like you said, to sleep every night with a happy heart you're in love with the journey and that is the most beautiful thing to me so again thank you so much ivana for sharing your story and your tips today where can people find out more about you and connect with you well thank you for having me i was so excited to do this um i have there's a variety of ways you can find me on facebook my name is ivana edwards evans i still kept my maiden name just so people that I grew up with can find me. So Ivana Edwards Evans, it's hyphenated. And then I have a YouTube channel called Life with Ivana. It's a small YouTube channel. I was focusing on my test to get this license so I can secure my teaching job. So it's a very small YouTube channel. I only have 34 followers, but that's okay. I'm still pouring out content and putting content in there. And then my Instagram account is the same as my YouTube channel, uh, Life with Ivana. So you can find me on those three platforms. And my TikTok account name is Vana Bree because I have um, a best friend who I've kind of adopted like a sister and she's a dancer as well. She's hurt right now, but we created the account together. So right now I'm, you know, creating the dances and putting them out there. But once she's cleared to start dancing, her and I will both be on my account. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Um, so I want everyone just to follow her there and just to know that her name is I-V-A-N-A, not two N's, because uh, I know that's an alternate spelling. So I-V-A-N-A. And also you can connect with her in our Facebook group, Social Media School with Sonia Kelji. So thank you to Ivana and everyone who listened into today's episode. And we will catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.